So the next virus apparently to worry about is the flu. We've got another 250,000 free flu jabs this year to prevent hospitalisations. Andrew Little, the Health Minister, of course, is back with us. Morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Do you worry about fatigue, too many needles, too many arms, too many instructions? Yeah, I have asked about this, and, but, they, I mean, we've, we've set up this whole um, sort of network now of vaccination processes. We know that, um, we've known this for some time, that once the borders open and that sort of thing, is that uh, the incidence of flu in this country is likely to go up. We've had to, we have to prepare for it, and we need to prepare more people to, to be uh, immunised against it. Currently, 56% of people who are eligible for a booster, which is not flu, mm. have, uh, have got it, which means 44 haven't. Is that a problem? Um, it's, look, we're getting there. The, the, the numbers are moving up. The flu season kind of typically, you know, starts around April, April, May. The um, flu immunisation program will start in April, so we've got time to, to get that up. Um, but the, the significance of the booster campaign for COVID is that with Omicron now kind of out there, um, you know, everybody who gets their booster shot day by day, it just improves the chances of minimising. Um, the level of illness they get. Do you think the people are re-evaluating it? Um, there was a number yesterday, I think it might have been, been the Prime Minister among others, who said it could be a million people get infected eventually with Omicron, right? One million. So that's less than one in five. Mm. People are going, I'm one of the four and five. Why am I bothering? Yeah, because I think we don't know. It, it, it's unpredictable the impact Omicron has on, on any individual. We know that generally speaking, you know, the high probability that um, the consequences will be less severe, but there are some who, for whom the consequences will be more severe. We know that in other countries, you know, people have still died from Omicron as they have from other strains of COVID. So just for safety's sake, you're better to get the, to get the booster shot and have that further protection. Do you think people will re-evaluate the flu? See, I've never had a flu jab in my life, and I've only had flu once, and that's the decision I've made for myself. Mm. Should we re-evaluate flu jabs? Yeah, like I, I didn't for a long time, and then I had an employer who offered free flu jabs. I thought, yeah, I'll go along and get one, and I've had one pretty much ever since then. I certainly haven't had flu since I've had the flu jab, um, but I think, you know, this is a thing that, that people have to think carefully about. We aim at, the free flu jabs are aimed at older people and people with underlying health conditions, people who are prone to respiratory conditions yeah. and things like that. So um, that is a question of safety for them, but not, not everybody gets one. Um, you know, we do, I think, on average in the last few seasons before covid 1.4 million people have had a flu jab, so it's not everybody gets them. That modelling that came out yesterday, once again back to Omicron, do you believe modelling? Well, I mean, it would be an interesting exercise to go back and look at some of the modelling that's been done over the last couple of years and see what actually happened in practice. Um, but look, you know, they've got a job to do to work out what could be the worst, what could be the least worst sort of thing. It's helpful to a degree. It helps us prepare systems, and particularly the health system, about what might be coming down the pipeline. But you know, it's it's uh, how accurate it is. Yeah, I don't know. What's the calculation, if you have one at all, for us coming out of the red light situation? Um, you mean time-wise? Well, not time, numbers, any. What is the calculation? Why are we in red? We've got a couple hundred people next to no one in hospital, no one's strained, no one's upset, and yeah, we're in red. Um, except that we know, well, the overseas experience of Omicron is that it rapidly takes off. So, you know, whereas a week ago we had 100 cases a day, now it's 200 cases a day. We're told very shortly it'll be 400, and, and so it yeah, goes that's on. right. So my point is, what does it get back to before we move out of red? No, I, I, I don't have a figure. I don't, I don't does know. Does anyone what, have one? I, I, I can't tell you. I haven't seen advice on it. So the Cabinet wouldn't have one at this particular point in time. What about a calculation for when home isolation ends and people are allowed to arrive in the country and just simply get on with their life or their holiday? 
Yeah, I think. I mean, at the moment, the the opening of the borders program is still still dependent on this, you know, ten days isolation and all the rest of it. At some point, that will go. Yeah, um, but you know when and how? No, we don't because because we still don't know, you know, the the trajectory of COVID, the new variants that might emerge and all that sort of stuff. We just don't know. So we do what we think we have to do to keep as many people safe as possible. Appreciate your time as always, Andrew Little, Health Minister, with us this morning.